Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. (laughs) All right, guys. So week eight of our series. So we're talking about mastering your life, the keys to doing so, which just sounds pretty cool, right? Like who doesn't want to master their life? So how we can do that with, um, you know, working from the inside out to start taking over and leading that way. So obviously you've been following along the previous uh, weeks. You've learned, we've talked about, I mean, I don't even know how to summarize the last seven weeks other than to just say, just go listen to them all. But now we're at the point where like, okay, we've taken all this information. Now, how do we put this into our life and create it the way we want it to be? Yeah. So the last seven weeks, uh, like you said, I mean, we, we've covered so many different topics from last week, from uh, how to undo the damage of self-abuse to the, you know, what does health and fitness really it looks like for you, um, have you fallen victim to the trap? And, and what that means really is that exercise and diet trap that we become that victim to, you know, obviously through through our social norms and really, I guess, our marketing. So we've talked about that and then finding your worth and identity from within. Gosh, we've gone through so many, really identifying what is normal, overcoming that comparison and shame gap to us sharing our stories and really the premise of why we wanted to create this series and and really ways that we can serve and give back to the community. Because I think, you know, again, to kind of reiterate, but we needed this, right? I mean, I think for every woman just to know that they're not alone in their journey. And I think the more we speak out and share our struggles, share ways that we've uh, been able to manage or overcome or combat, or just really, in essence, ways to shortcut. So we don't have to stay in that stuck position and just really get that leverage and momentum to move forward the best we can and equipping us with the knowledge, right? The, the resources, education, and really tools to just become a better version of you. And that's really the premise behind this entire series. So I yeah. think, yeah, I mean, going forward with this week, it's, uh, you know, we're going to dive deep into some of the some of the main topics. And one that's near and dear to me and I absolutely love is is to get really focused on getting fit from within. And so when we kind of, come full circle with those eight weeks. And we talked about getting fit from within and really what that means last week. And so again, we're going to kind of touch base upon it today as well. But in short, what is fit from within? I think when we think of fitness, we think of it as from an external perspective, like how trim we are or how long we can run or you know how much we can lift or what our body looks like or what it's capable of doing and all the physical attributes that come with it. But when we look at fitness, it's really an internal perspective, right? So it's not so much about the physical, but the physical becomes that byproduct of really how mental, emotional, and spiritually fit we are from within. So when we combat those things that are really like, you know, areas of improvement or areas that we wish to just kind of identify, maybe we need to release and let go, then it gives us a different perspective of of our physical being and body as not necessarily a way to determine our worth or our value or our strength or whatever it is, but really refining and defining what that means to be fit from within in those key areas. So we could dive deep a little bit into that as, uh, you know, give some tips or really how to, you know, really identify those mental, emotional roadblocks that we encounter every day, while also working on ways that we can nurture and grow from our, our soul level, our spiritual level. And so really that is identifying again into self-awareness, which is 
key, key, key to really getting the results that you want in life and, and falling in love with yourself from that perspective as well. So that plus self-care, prioritizing your own needs and taking care of who and what you are before we really put ourselves back on that back burner and just kind of forget about us. I feel like for many women, we're just back there. We're kind of sitting on simmer and we don't really know what to do with it. And so this is kind of where we're, we're going to dive into that. So hopefully, you know, it's kind of a longer... Crank the heat up and right. boil that. that right. I almost lost my word out, but you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so when we're sitting on simmer, we just it's just, you know, it's kind of like idle. We just kind of forget about it. It's there. It's just kind of sitting in complacency and just doing this thing. But where is the results that we're really looking after? So I know this is a little bit of a longer intro because of so many weeks that we've recapped with so much really involved. So we just wanted to bring you guys full circle. If you haven't had a chance to catch any of the replays inside the Confident Woman Facebook group, they're there, as well as our episodes that we've already now doing eight. So yes. Yeah. I think it's important because a lot of people don't know where to find that measuring stick of, of progression and how we're doing, right? So it's easy if you want to lose weight to chart on the scale. Oh, I'm dropping pounds, so therefore I'm doing this correctly, or I'm losing inches, or I'm lifting heavier weights, or I'm running further. So like in the fitness aspect, you know, there's like that measuring stick. There's a goal to shoot for there's something to shoot. So, but then it's like when you're working on what does it mean to be fit from within and make those healthy and wise decisions mentally on what's best for us as a person and what makes us happy. I think that's where a lot of people don't even know where to begin to know (laughs) how to measure that. Like if I'm even doing that and because a lot of times we don't take that time to be with ourselves and to be silent and kind of take inventory of who we are and what that means for us each to be happy and what we want our body. You know what I mean? If we're talking in body image ways, but like what we even like would want to look like them to look like or work toward or what we want to feel like, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, right? Cause it's more that feeling that we're after than what we're actually physically aware on that or look like on the outside. So I think that's important too. I think that's a lot of what you were saying too, in that intro talking about like that self-awareness of learning those things about yourself. Right. And, it, and it's so important. You know, when we think of self-awareness, um, I know for me, like when I first heard the concept, there was kind of like really embracing it from, you know, other than just two words, self and awareness. But I remember when, when it first, when I sat with it for a minute and I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm self-aware. I'm Rachel and this and that, whatever. And so like, I was very, I, I didn't really look at it beyond my own reflection. And so when I would identify who I was through my own perception of what self-awareness was, it was really, I am Rachel followed by all these, like, you know, what I saw in the mirror, or it could possibly be like a cover up for like the things that I had um, accomplished or, you know, so we really kind of set these surface level labels, but really identifying who you are is that level of self-awareness going a bit deeper into that. Who are you really? And so if once we identify who we are, then it's almost like we free ourselves from, from the expectations of other people's opinions, thoughts, ideas, you know, who we should be, how we should be showing up, whatever it is. We get very clear on who we are. So therefore, we now know where we're able to go. But if we don't really have that strong sense of who we are, and we're just kind of limiting ourselves playing at that surface level, then we're going to constantly show up as other people expect us to versus really tapping into who we are, what's holding us back, 
why, right? So why do we feel that we need to let others define us? Why do we feel that we have to meet these expectations that other people uh, set for us? But really like getting clear on also what you want, what you really want in life. And so again, self-awareness comes down to like self-reflection, self-control, self-discipline, self-respect, self-love, self-acceptance. Really anything that you can preface it with the word self is that if those are the things that we're externally seeking, you know, maybe we want somebody to respect us or somebody to love us or somebody to appreciate us or, you know, uh, whatever those, those things externally are, we have to reclaim that. That's up to us. And that's taking personal responsibility, but also know, knowing and identifying where you're at. So that self-awareness obviously starts with you. So it's not anyone else's job to respect you, to love you, to accept you, to, you know, whatever. It's one of self. And so when we get kind of stuck in those, uh, you know, like, oh, I wish that I could be loved and find this perfect partner and love my body and all these things, but that's an inside job. And so this is really that inner fitness is that when we continue to show up and we put in the reps and we do the work, we're going to build those inner muscles. And that's really the identifying who you are, you know, mental roadblocks that are kind of keeping us stuck. Then going into that emotional concept is to like why we feel this, these certain ways, why we feel like, you know, somebody pushed a button on us, right? We have a trigger and you're like, ooh, that stung. Where did that come from? And so really how we get there is, I, is, is one, obviously self-awareness again, take a layer back and say, how did I get here? Why? How did I get there? Why? How did I get there? Why? Constantly ask yourself why. Because it will also help you funnel down into that root trigger for emotional healing and emotional health and well-being to begin again in a positive direction that really helps free you from anything that has held you back in, in the past or currently even right now. And again, you know, the spiritual well-being is, is that's, you know, I, I always say everybody's journey is unique to themselves. So how a spiritual journey would look for you is going to be completely different than how it looks for Aaron or the next person or next person. That's really like just being in tune with your soul's calling. And that, you know, like you had said, kind of quieting ourselves and not getting caught up in that, catching everything in our mental trap. So being alone with who and what we are, being alone with our creator, our higher power, our whatever it looks like to you. And then, you know, when we start focusing on those three key areas, no longer really is the body the issue. It's never about the body. It's about how we perceive and receive ourselves that the body, the physical being becomes that reflection and byproduct. So I hope that kind of helps. I know there's like, we can go about this for so many different angles and very deep in different ways, but for, you know, (laughs) with respect to you guys' time, we, we, we understand that. And of course there's, there's so much content that we share throughout the, the community group as well as on the podcast and of course, even on our social media pages too. Yes, for sure. And I think also adding to all of that is when you're taking that time to be alone and silent and that truly that self-awareness, right? Because we only want to see the good all the time in ourselves, which is great. But I think truly being self-aware is understanding where you need to get better, where your opportunities for growth are and noticing that I'm kind of, I don't show up as my best self in these certain scenarios. And this is a honest conversations with yourself, but taking that time to do that. So, and I'm just saying for me, like, it's not the easiest thing in the world 
at all, even spending silent time. So like I would challenge you if you have trouble like me shutting your brain off or being silent because this worked for me. (laughs) Start with like three minutes. I'm not even kidding. Like I set my timer on my phone for three minutes and I was like, I can just silent my brain and be quiet for three minutes. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And then the next day I was like three and a half minutes. Now I'm up to like seven minutes of silent time I can do. (laughs) So I'm just saying, if you're like, don't like, it doesn't have to be this drastic thing where you're like, I never slow down and take time and reevaluate or have self like assess where I'm at in my life. Don't you like, it doesn't have to be like a two hour thing. Like just start with three minutes. I promise you can grow from there and it'll actually, now I look forward to it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's really like the challenge. I think, uh, you know, for many of us, because we are constantly just bombarded by distractions or just, you know, our never ending to do list that we don't really take that time to be paused and present and just silence. Right. And so we're all this noise how do we minimize it? How do we quiet all this noise? And I think it really, like you had said, you know, it's it's a challenge. It's not like, oh, you just, oh, I'm just going to my Zen mode and just shut everything off and it's super simple. Yeah. It's not. It's a practice and it's a challenge. And I think that really comes from stretching beyond our comfort zone. So I know for you, when you initially said like three minutes and now you're up to seven, but yeah, every day it's taking those small steps and it's not like, oh, today I have to force myself to just be silent for 30 minutes and not think of anything and just let those thoughts pass through. Because as soon as you think that, guess what's going to happen? Thoughts are going to pass through and you're going to want to catch on to every one of them. And then 30 minutes, or it might be a very big time like that. It just might be unrealistic and might not be a place to start. So I suggest as Aaron did, you know, start small. I mean, even if you have to give yourself five breaths, slow inhale, slow exhale. That might be like 30 seconds to a minute. And you know what? In that pause and in this silence, your focus is now specifically on those breaths that you don't really think about all the thoughts that are coming through your head or, oh my goodness, my, my to-do list, it's just sitting there waiting for things to get done. But in those pause and in those moments, it's like your brain can only focus on one thing. So in one minute, give yourself the challenge this week, one minute, give yourself five slow breaths just to be still and be paused. And then work yourself up to two minutes, three minutes, and so on. And really, again, it's going to look completely different for all of us. But the point is, is to really not act and respond in such a, a frenzy way that we have to get out of those moments to go do the thing. Because in those silence, in the quiet moments is really where the doing and the being happens. And that's the precedence that's over you know, the actual like production aspect of it. So your to-do list will never end. So whether you pause for one minute, two minutes, five, seven, or 10, your to-do list will still be there. The dishes will still be there. Everything will be there. But where are you in this hierarchy of prioritization? So you might have that to-do list, but somehow, again, we're throwing ourselves on the bottom of the list, back burner, you know, if and when it might have time, all these excuses. But really, if you don't, if, if you're not bumping yourself up on that priority list now, then how long is it going to take for you to make that change? And so if what we're cha- if we're not changing today, the changes won't take effect until you take action and that starts today, right? Because if you want a better life and really fall in love with who you are so you can increase your relationships, increase your, your home life, whatever that looks like for you, we have to take action. And so we have to stop wishing and wanting and saying, oh, well, when did the time happen? It's your responsibility make that time 
to make yourself that priority. And that's the important thing is that us women, we will continue to go, go, go and not think about ourselves unless we intentionally make that a priority. And your life will just stay the same if you just keep doing your to-do list every day. Right. And so switch it up. Right. And it's a challenge. But isn't that, isn't that the point? Like, you know, to stretch beyond our comfort zones, we need that challenge. We need the extra drive, that push. But if we're not challenging yeah. ourselves, who's going to? So this is our challenge and to you guys. Challenge? Yes, do it. And I remember thinking, like, I don't want to get to the end of my life or like be like, oh, I didn't live a life of deliberate, being deliberate or on purpose or doing the things I want because of my to-do list because I was too busy to think about what I wanted to do. So challenge. We should do it. We should make this an official confident woman 10-minute challenge to get your silent time in. Right. And that really is, you know, prioritizing your own self-care, your self-needs. And, and that really does, again, comes down to that mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Well, yes, physical is important, but it should never be your focus point and only your focus point where we have to lose the weight or we have to get that run and we have to get that lift. And because again, it's about creating that balance, that dynamic. And, and if we're not taking care of those other three areas, we can't go 100% just on one fourth of that. And so really kind of just spreading that across the board, you know, balance and moderation approach, you know, when it comes to even diet or exercise or, you know, work and life and all the things that we do on an everyday basis. But again, self-care, self-awareness really comes down to who and what you are and what you want out of life. And that's something that by your design, you get to create it. And that's a beautiful thing. So as... Uh, I mean, one of my things, you know, is uh, if you're not at your best, you can't serve your serve the rest. So make yourself that priority this week and just go with it because it's so important. Again, for every area of your life starts and ends with you. So if we're, if we're looking for just ways to continue growing, again, let's get back to the basics. So I'm hoping that this is helpful and just really kind of recapping these past eight weeks. And if you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to them. We'd love to hear from you guys. Leave a comment in the replays or you know, in the comment section in our Facebook group. If you're not in there, everything will be featured in the show notes as well. And so we look forward to hearing about your challenge and just seeing where you guys are and just supporting you along the way. So take care. All right, thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman Podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.